0: Live to see it, friends, and welcome to the World Transformed. Tonight we're talking about all-time great summer movies. It's a geek out. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, fellow geek. How are you, Phil? <laughs> I am super geeky fantastic. How are you, my friend? That's awesome. I am doing great. Doing great. This, this is going to be a fun summer, show. Happy summer, everybody. Summer is, yeah. you yeah. know, we're we're almost to the end of it now. But we've been enjoying it. And when, what's the best thing about summer? Is it summer? Uh, there's lots summer? of great things about summer. If you're a college kid and you're, and you're out for the three months, that's a pretty no, great school thing. School is fun. Yeah, that's it's good. Different. That was always a big plus. Warm weather, going swimming, baseball, lots of great stuff about summer. But one of the best things about summer is the summer movie. It's a kind of a thing that came to be in my lifetime. There was a time when they didn't talk about summer movies, and then, the, and then it happened. It, it, it became an actual there, thing. There is a, there's one particular movie that you're going to mention here in a minute,
1: Phil, that I think launched it.
0: But, I think uh, so, we'll, too. Uh,
1: we'll, 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 we'll talk about that.
0: Well, we were, we, we were putting together notes for how we would talk about summer movies, and, of course, we came up with different approaches. Um, I, I'm actually going to give my list of, for my lifetime, up to age 30, because I think after you're 30, it doesn't mean as much, sadly the The summer movies are still they're still fun, but it it doesn't mean as much. So I'm going to give I'm going to give my list of summer movies up to up to up to when I turned 30. And then Stephen, you're going to talk about one particular summer, one formative summer, the the best summer ever for movies, and uh, that's what I'm going to talk about. So Uh, all right, so so I want to talk. I'm going to go way back in time and talk about the first summer movie that hit me as a summer movie, and it was well before the first actual summer movie that that one's second on my list but in 1968 there was a science fiction film called the green slime and my dad took uh the kids mom didn't go along on this one to the drive-in and we watched it so i was only six years old everyone who listens to the show regularly knows i'm an old fossil right so i've got a, I've got a movie on my list from the 60s which is which is amazing but this is very formative for me anyway because at the beginning of the summer we had gone to that same drive-in and watched 2001 A Space Odyssey. And then here it is. It was closer to the end of the summer, and we saw the green slime. And I was – I think those were my first two drive-in experiences maybe. Uh, maybe in 1965 we went to see Sound of Music at the drive-in, but I don't really remember that. You know, that, that, uh, That's before my actual, my actual memory. This is the first time I remembered going with my parents – to like a quote-unquote grown-up movie was 2001 a space odyssey and then a couple months later i see the green slime and this both of those movies had a profound impact on me because it's like i have this idea in my head now of what grown-up movies are about they're about spaceships right it's all about like going into space and because the green slime was set in space and these guys get this stuff on them and it's a monster and i really don't remember much about the movie i thought it was (laughs) Terrifying, right? I thought it was just the most. Oh no, you know, 2001: A Space Odyssey is like if we go into space, everything's going to get super weird. And this one was like if we go into space, we're going to get slime on us, you know, and it's going to it's, <laughs> it's going to kill us. But, but somehow, I liked it anyway, and uh, I got really excited about science fiction. I think after seeing those two movies, so that, that was just a great summer movie experience okay i'll work quickly through my list because i know we got a lot to but, talk about here but you've probably never seen the green slime i don't think i have i've seen the blob that was <laughs> yeah. even an earlier version uh, even an earlier version of probably something it's very the same kind of thing. idea yeah i don't think it was yeah. set- the blob isn't set in space though right it's, uh, it's no no it's it came from space i think right but, uh, it, this uh, is almost like a precursor to the andromeda strain kind of gotcha, like, like right. or although i i'm not sure what year that movie came out uh, but more of an action sci-fi you know, monster movie kind of a thing. Okay, so the next big summer movie on my list is the one you were talking about, Stephen, 1975, Steven Spielberg, Jaws, right? Created Jaws. the genre. Created the big yeah. summer blockbuster. I think he created the
1: summer blockbuster. I really do. I, I yeah. love that movie so much, Phil. I'm going to just tell you, there's a lot of great moments in Jaws. My favorite moment in the entire movie is not when the shark's attacking or anything, or we need a bigger boat, and that, you know, uh, great, you know, th- those are all great parts, too. But uh, the guy sitting around the table the table in, in the boat, him talking about the, in, in, his experiences on the Indianapolis. Um, yes. That, that was, to me, the best moment in the movie. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the things you got to love about it is what a cast,
1: right? Right, it's, yeah.
0: It's an Robert Shaw. Cast. You know, apparently
1: Robert Shaw was intoxicated the entire time they were, uh, they were uh, filming that movie. And that that's just a testament. Yeah. It was a testament to how great an actor he was, that it was so good. I mean, yes. what, what he delivered as Quinn. Well,
0: I'm glad he was. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. his health yeah. notwithstanding, because his performance is just absolutely amazing. It's one of the all-time great movie characters, Quint. Right. And one of the all-time great movie performances, I think, and just playing off those other two, Roy Scheider and Richard Dreyfuss, it's just—it's just about a perfect movie, Jaws. It's—it's as yeah. it's, it's close to a, to a perfect movie as I think you will you will ever see. Both in terms of technical execution, in terms of all the parts coming together, the the performances and all that kind of stuff, and in terms of just being a big fun summer monster movie, right? Because that's really what it is, well, Jaws. That, it is a monster it. movie, and my thought with a, a good monster movie needs to have this element to it,
1: and so many monster movies don't, okay? Uh, so many monster movies are just the monster gets to hack and slash, and, and really it's, it's the, the monster is the protagonist in some of these slasher films, right? Yep. But in Jaws and in, movie, in the original book version of Dracula and, and movies that follow that, there's something very important that happens. The monster gets to have his day at the beginning of the story, but there's a point at which the good guys band together and go hunt him, right? Right. Right. And that happens in Dracula. It happens in Jaws. It happens in the good, in the good versions of these movies or the good versions of these tales because I love that part. They don't look like they're up to the task, but they're going to do it anyway because they're heroes. And it's right. that's to me that's that makes a great story.
0: I love it Jaws. It does. It makes it makes a wonderful story. Well, contrast Jaws though with my next item on the list, 1979 Alien. The original right. Alien, the, Rid- the Ridley Scott Alien, which has a lot of the same elements, but there is not a hopeful adventure going on. You know, all <laughs> just you know, all all this is about is Ripley needs to survive. I mean, that's, yeah, that, all that, attempts that, all attempts to yeah. band together and kill the thing are utterly doomed. Right? It's just right. there's 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 not a lot of there's there's not a lot of that feeling. And yeah, survival is about is about all you can hope for at the end of Alien. But to me, Alien was important because it was also it was like Green slime re- redux, right? It's like, hey, we're back right. to this, right? We're out in space. There's terrible monsters. That's a fun thing to do in the summer. For the okay. same reason I love Jaws, I, I prefer Aliens, the sequel, to Alien. Mm.
1: Alien is like that horror movie I was telling you about that uh, you're just you're just trying to survive it, right? Aliens, there is a point at which the hero, and there's no banding together because she's basically on her own, right? And, uh, but she she turns... And turns the table on on the alien and battles it. You know, she finds her courage and does what she needs to do to battle it straight on. And it's my definitely my favorite of the series.
0: Oh, okay, well, uh, when I get done with aliens. my list, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong about aliens and also why uh, most of your list is no good, so that'll be fun. <laughs> right. we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to why I'm, yeah, I'm, going I'm into here. your list here in just a moment. <laughs> let, 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 me finish, let me finish mine, and then I'll have some parting comments that completely destroy your list. Okay, so here we go. Okay, uh, okay. 1982, The Thing, my first of two John Carpenter movies, and then 1986, oh, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, which is not in any way a monster movie, really. Uh, but just an all-time great summer movie, and I didn't even see it in the summer. I, I actually saw it on VHS like a year later, but it's it just, that is just fun. a great movie. and that, I, that is a fun, fun movie. No I, doubt. I just added it to the list because I was, talking about, I was thinking about John Carpenter. The Thing brings the alien down to Earth, gives you this tight, paranoid, uh, kind of alien-like movie in a lot of ways. Um, kind of that yeah. same grim... We're not getting out of this. Lot. Once again, it goes against the Jaws uh, or Aliens uh, uh, pattern, and and not, not really a very fun ending <laughs> to the, that movie. I guess some of mine are kind of downers. Uh, there it is. I, 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 I'm okay with that. Big big summer movies can be huge downers, and they can and they can still get a lot of. But fun. not Big Trouble in Little China. It's practically a comedy. I, I big love, Trouble in I Little China it. is a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to list it as one of my top five favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I, I love that movie so much. We he really was, stormed the gates of hell that time, didn't we? It's on the replay.
1: I love that character. He's he's constantly doing John Wayne. I mean, that's uh, that's yes, the he,
0: swagger. Yeah, he that's he slips into it kind of subtly and then not so subtly. He he gives you <laughs> that's movie. right. He gives you the John Wayne. And then my final entry is Jurassic Park, 1993. I was actually pushing 31, so I broke my own ground rules here, Stephen. So feel free to break your break them in any way you want to. Uh, yeah, you know, my ground rules are always just for fun, anyway. But uh, here's what I want to say about three of the items on my list Jaws, Alien, and Jurassic Park were all standalone films at the time they were made. They later became franchises, and franchises have become the big driver for summer movies. But right. Each of these was better, I think, as a movie. Obviously, Jaws, much better as a movie yeah, than a franchise yeah, that followed. I, I don't
1: even know that I, I consider Jaws a franchise. The the uh, the sequels, and there were several, I think that went up to four or five, they were all terrible to the point that I, I completely ignored their existence and just, just loved the, the original film.
0: It doesn't matter uh, if you think it's a franchise or not. The studio knows it was because they... They <laughs> They've made money, money right? so they, you know, that's, that's all that
1: matters, right? <laughs> that's what, yeah. those are, I, as, the, a, as a film-goer, ignore the uh, sequels, and uh, if you, you have a retrospective of Jaws at the local theater, I, I'll, I'll put down money and go watch it right now.
0: Yeah, um, I think, I, I think the, the Jurassic Park sequels are better than the Jaws sequels, but yeah, but it's better as a standalone movie. Right. If they had never been well, it well, and it,
1: it started life as a as a single novel that Michael Crichton did not intend to make a sequel to Jurassic Park. Uh, he, the original novel had him basically nuke the park, right? Um, right. And uh, and there was not going to be a sequel, Lost World, which he he did pen. He 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 wrote that novel, but that was really after the success of Jurassic Park, the movie. Right. So that uh, he. They went back to that, but
0: that has a little credibility because Michael Crichton was right. was involved. But 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 I feel one of the one of the problems with the summer movie, if there's a problem with the summer movie, is the studios they just like giving us more of what we ask for, and so things that were great standalone movies became series that weren't always so great. Alien, you're right. Aliens is definitely the most successful movie in the series. But it's not really a sequel to Aliens. I mean to Alien. It's it's this different thing, right? It's this 80s action flick, right? Which is kind of good in its own terms, but it's different and it's got the same monsters in it for sure, but it's different enough from the first one that you can say, "Well, they really turned a corner with that, right? They took they took a kind of a artistic grim vision of the future and they turned it into this this action movie and then subsequent movies weren't as good because they didn't know what to do, right? Do we do more action? Is it more of a horror movie? They, they they were kind of stuck after that. So I think, I think it was hard to, to get anywhere. And then Jurassic park, it's all just been, well, here's more special effects of dinosaurs. You seem to like that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, we'll give you more. I've,
1: I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the sequels to uh, Jurassic Park. Like you say, it's considerably more than uh, the sequels to Jaws. But uh, the first movie is the indispensable movie uh, in that series as well. Exactly. So, uh,
0: and yeah. the, and and the rest, As far as uh, I'm concerned, in all ser in most series, the first one is the. Is well, the first there's one. there's some notable exceptions to that, and uh, uh, maybe I'll get into that with my list a little bit. All right. Well, let's let's do it. Okay. So, Stephen, we're I've I've used up way more of the time on the show than I was supposed to so quickly tell us about
1: the the best best summer of of all
0: time okay I was uh, okay I was only 12
1: uh, at this summer but 12 is like the perfect age for love you know for falling in love with the summer movie right absolutely I mean They aim a lot of uh, a lot of this, and and that's the criticism of the summer movie too. Is you know it's it's just immature, you know, explosive, you know, laden, you know, no plot, just just all action kind of movies that are made for twelve year old boys. Well, there was this wonderful summer, the summer of nineteen eighty two, that really. Defined, I mean, to me, the best summer ever for summer movies. And let, and let me just, I'm going to, you know, just quickly kind of go through some of these movies. Blade Runner came out that summer. Man, an all-time thinky awesome sci-fi. I, yes. I, you know, just awesome. Conan the Barbarian. Not <laughs> Conan the Destroyer, which was terrible. It came out a few years later. The original with Arnold Schwarzenegger which was just so cool that was uh that was a fun that was a fun movie and uh and, and it taught me lots of lessons like uh what what is best in life you know, I, oh, you know indeed I, yes I, I learned that from watching Conan next is E.T. I mean you talk that's the Spielberg movie of all Spielberg movies that's the one where you really get to to glimpse his heart and uh and uh, and it was it was, uh, it was a great great movie and a lot of fun.
0: That was probably my favorite of that summer.
1: Uh, and, maybe maybe it and, was. And, and
0: thank God not the beginning of a franchise,
1: right? No, it did not, it, it, it's not. It's It was diminished until you had basically Mac and me. That's what it would have, would have come to. That's right. At the, in, at the end of that, instead we have this one beautiful thing that you can always go back to and show your kids, and uh, that's uh, and that's ET, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I was not allowed to see that one <laughs> at age 12 and that's no. a good thing you know yeah. uh I saw it uh, as a college student uh, several years later and it's a great movie but it's not for 12 year olds no um no. and and neither is an officer and a gentleman which I ended up seeing about 3 years later that, that is a great movie Richard Gere was you know he was in good form there of course Pink Floyd The Wall um that was uh uh that that was that was weird and 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 kind of wonderful and Poltergeist. I did see Poltergeist uh, that summer,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, scared, and, and scared, scared the heck out of me as a twelve-year-old. It still holds up pretty well, I think, as a scary but fun and interesting kind of horror movie. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist yeah. is uh, that was a huge summer for up.
0: Steven Spielberg, wasn't it? I mean, my oh yeah. That.
1: Yeah, I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he directed
0: *Poltergeist*. I think he produced it.
1: Mm, okay. I may be wrong. He about was involved that. for wrong. sure. Yeah, he was involved. Yes, uh, *The Road Warrior*. The, my favorite of the *Mad Max* franchise is definitely, and uh, of course, the newest one uh, was was pretty great too. *Road Warrior* is still my favorite. And uh, what about
0: you, Phil? Is that the high point the I almost put that on my list. In fact, if I if I, I wasn't going to put two from the same year, so I would have put that on there. For 1982, if the thing weren't such a just huge movie in my life, so John yeah. Carpenter slightly edged out The Road Warrior, but that's an awesome, awesome movie.
1: Oh yeah, I couldn't, oh, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Rocky III. Now, Rocky, the original Rocky, is the movie that is respected out of that franchise, and now we've we've even got a sequel franchise, uh, you know, in the Rocky verse. We've got we've got Creed, and now a new Creed. Creed Two is coming out this year. Oh, this, is it? Uh, year. Awesome! Yes, Creed Two is coming Creed. out. And, yeah, Creed's great. So the sequel to Creed is out this year. But way back in nineteen eighty-two, it was Rocky Three, and to me, that was the high point in the fun of the franchise. I had more yes. fun with Rocky Three than than with any of them, and uh, uh, that was that was a great one. It still holds up. I mean, the, the 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 pace of the you know the action in that it's just it's 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 got a great pace. And uh, you, you can't get uh, can't get bored watching Rocky Three. That's, that's well, that
0: you know the thing about that movie is it goes over the top, but you go with it, right? Right. Uh, it, it's it, it's got for crying out loud the bad guy is Mr T. This was our introduction to Mr T to Mr to T the world. Yeah. And yeah. before that, he's got this big wrestling match with I can't think of the guy's name now. The the big uh, uh, what is that wrestler's name? I can't think of his name. But anyway, who became a big wrestling icon. In the '80s, so I mean, there was just this ridiculous, over-the-top stuff going on, <laughs> but it, but it still had all the the I don't know the pathos and the characters and just the the edge that the original, the first two Rocky movies had, right? It was like it, it was still his story. You were still kind of believing it, <laughs> and it was like this is as far as you can take it, right? The, Rocky III could have pretty much been the end until they got to like say. Rocky Balboa, as as far as I'm concerned, because it was just it was well done. It was, that's how you turn Rocky into a summer movie, right there, right. Um, I I don't have much good to say about Rocky Four because they, uh, they they messed up the music and uh, you know with, without the big training sequence to the uh, da 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 it's not a Rocky movie as far as I'm concerned. It's like well <laughs> ruined it.
1: Well, you know they they took the formula that was basically in the first the two movies. And kind of threw it out because he's defeated, you know, halfway yeah. into the movie. And yeah. uh, and they didn't, but they didn't leave it there, right? And so, uh so you get you get basically you get twice Rocky, I think, in that movie that you get in any of the other Rocky. So you know, he starts at the top and ends at the top, but it's a it's a ride all the way through. And uh, yeah, I love that movie. So
0: Rocky uh, Four, Rocky and Rocky Four, less so.
1: You know, oh, I, I, um,
0: I you were you were talking about Rocky 3 I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm I, still I on Rocky more. III.
1: Yeah. So Rocket Three okay. was
0: awesome, and then you, I think you were about to name another movie. Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of the Khan. The finest
1: of the uh, franchise, including the reboot Kelvin timeline series, is still in my mind. Um, Star Trek Two. It's uh, it's fantastic, and uh, uh, the needs of the many. <laughs> Way the needs of the one, right? So uh, that was a uh, that that was a uh, that was a great one. Love that movie. So
0: you know what? It, I, it was great. It was a summer movie. Think about it. The first Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which people don't much care for. Definitely not. It, a summer it, movie. it was meant to be a in the in the
1: uh, basically two thousand and one. They were trying yeah. to do the real serious 2001 A Space Odyssey in Star Trek form. It's just, it was, you know, it was boring. And
0: I, I have hope that someday there will be a big, serious science fiction, spectacular Star Trek movie that's smart and that deals with those kinds of issues. Sadly, I think we're going to see things like the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie before we ever see that. But, yeah. uh, but that should be a fun summer movie. So uh, I'm not, I'm not complaining. Me, I like a variety of Star Trek movies, but it's hard to top Star Trek too. I mean, how can you, (laughs) right? You can't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So um, next one on my list here is already been mentioned by, by Phil and that's the thing. And that was uh, released june the 27th of that summer so this is where uh,
0: our lists meet this is where we converge yeah, Stephen. On that's right
1: so we're uh have you to know sit we sit down yeah. and
0: watch the thing together someday
1: since we're <laughs> absolutely there. well we'll have we'll have a kurt russell marathon i think we should sp- start with the computer wore tennis shoes and then go forward i think that's pretty <laughs> much <going laughs> <to be.
0: laughs> or maybe we just do the john carpenter uh, <laughs> maybe so. russell movies right escape from new york well, it, that would include escape from new york which is a lot of fun too yeah uh, exactly but, big trouble in china <laughs> and the thing the thing is the serious one that's the uh, <laughs> that's right the okay serious. and i guess the uh, one of the last i'm going to touch on Phil,
1: is tron that was oh, uh yeah. that was released in july of that summer and loved tron and uh so and i and i again another one i saw actually saw that summer in the theaters and uh man that was a great summer and made, made me the cinema going guy i am that summer, I mean, yeah. uh, from th- going forward, you know, I was always looking for a repeat of that summer. Never got it, not really, but there, there have been great movies along the way. And, uh, you know, you just keep going back looking for that, that kind of fun that you had that summer. So.
0: Well, I, when, when you go through that list, I look at that and I go, it's, it's literally hard for me to believe those movies all came out the same. Not only in the same yeah. year, but within a few months of each other. They all that's right out. i mean you could literally go through that summer
1: if you were going to relive that summer you could literally go through that summer and go to a uh, a different classic movie that's considered a classic by by us years and years
0: later every yeah. every weekend just about yes absolutely um, and you were 12 years old i'm going to tell you Stephen. i was 12 when jaws came out so yeah the, the summer movie was invented when i was 12 the Best summer movie, uh, the best movie summer of all time was when you were 12, and I think for all our talk of movies, the conclusion that we're really coming to on this show is that it's great to be 12, right? I mean. <laughs> it's, yeah, and you can never, you can never watch uh, a movie as a 12-year-old
1: again, you know, right. and so, you know, what you watch at that time in your life uh, has a lifelong impact, I
0: think. Uh, I but, feel bad for today's twelve-year-olds for what they're getting. Actually, maybe not, because uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? That's a Ant-Man that, and the that, Wasp was great,
1: number. man. I, I that was definitely the most fun I've had in the theater this year. Uh, was Ant-Man and the Wasp? So I understand you hadn't gotten to it yet. Have,
0: haven't um,
1: seen it yet. This one I, I can I can recommend it. I think the your kids can handle it. It's uh, it's one that they would enjoy. I think, unlike some uh, superhero movies that take themselves too seriously uh, and don't have fun with it, Ant-Man and the Wasp has oodles of fun with it, and and unlike Deadpool, you can take your kids to it. Deadpool has fun with it, 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 but you can't take your kids to it. I haven't uh, seen Deadpool yet, either, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but it's not a kids' movie at all, and keep your kids away from it, but you can take your kids, I believe, to Ant-Man and the Wasp. What's what's really fun is,
0: Stephen, 30 years from now, there will be some guy doing a podcast or whatever they do in 30 years talking about how in 2018... When he was 12, Ant-Man and the Wasp was just the greatest thing ever. But a few years yeah, later, and it just Deadpool made me too. love movies from then on. Yeah. It, it, came, it, came, out the, it came out the same year, Deadpool 2, saw it a few years later, liked it a lot too. Right? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be <laughs> yeah. your list all over again. All right, well, there you, there you have it. Happy, happy summer, everyone. Hope you enjoy some good movies. And we're going to be back next week with three brand new shows. We're going to be, I'm going to be talking to Nate Grundman all next week. Stephen will be taking the week off, and then we'll be back the following week with three brand new shows again with more futuristic topics. Stephen, great talking with you. Great having you all with us. And until next time, live to see it.